Okay. Welcome to Sierra Nova Comics Podcast, episode number four. Four. Yeah. And uh, today with us, we have the creator of Creepy Trees Comics, Dylan, and how do you say your last name? Like Lennon? Lennon. Like yeah. John Lennon? Like, uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, just making sure. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, we, get, we got a series of questions for you, and uh, Greg's going to ask some first. <laughs> uh, well, tell everybody who you are and what you do. Pretentious for the sake of pretentious. I'd always have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm from Ireland, so we're such a small country that um, it's kind of heightened even more so um, <laughs> because of the bubble that is. And um, so I'd always had an interest in comic books. Uh, I was a big fan of comic books, and it kind of just spurred me on then to <clears throat> start writing. A book called Nightlands, which have out now um, on the Sierra Nova Comics website. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and when I first drew that, it was kind of it was kind of much more of a zine style. There was no real artistic merit to the drawing, um, and it was actually it, it was meant to be like a, a really hardcore horror. But it kind of turned into a bit of a comedy, which I didn't like. So <laughs> eventually, then to uh, yeah, I, I I'm not huge on horror comedy. Um, oh. So when the chance came to scrap it and do it again, we just start again. And my kind of two best friends and co-writers now of the book, uh, Shane and Ben, came on board and we produced what is Nightlands now. Right. Cool. Uh, Mm-hmm. Um, so you're a barista so what uh, yeah. do you have a favorite type of coffee to drink like type like uh, dark or whatever well I've, uh, I've also become a coffee roast uh, so now it's just anything that I cook myself um, <laughs> <laughs> well right now what about coffee from Panama Actually, oh. if you, if you can try it, uh, if you can get it anywhere, um, just try coffee from Panama. It's absolutely amazing. I, <laughs> I was gonna say, gross. I thought you could only get it from Panama. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Panama Bouquet, if you can get it anywhere over in the states, just try it and drink it. It's amazing. Nice. <laughs> cool. What is that? Oh yeah, so for for comics, uh, obviously you've written your comic uh, for horror, but is horror your favorite type of comic genre, or is that just something that you enjoy creating? I think it's a bit of both. Uh, 
do like I, I think one of one of my favorite comics of, of all time is actually Love and Rockets. Um because I think there's just something about that drama in that book that, that's really well done. So I don't see it's doing solely horror comics for in the long term. I do think it will branch out. But the opportunity arose to just write horror that I always wanted to write. Um, and the same with the lads, uh, Shane and Ben. So we just kind of said, well, let's produce some horror books that we'd really like to read with the hope, as you know yourselves, with any book that you put out there, the hope is other people will like to read it as well. So um, I'd like to think it's going pretty well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is It is always that, like, again, as you know yourself, so like you, you're, you're sitting away and you're writing and you're drawing and you're kind of going like, I need to create this thing and um, hopefully it's working. We think it's working. We really enjoy it. <laughs> so that, That's the important part favorite. anyways. <laughs> that's the important part anyways that you're enjoying it. Oh, can't tell if there's a delay. Can you hear us? <laughs> Do you lose us? <laughs> Oh, I was saying the important thing is that at least you're enjoying it. I think we keep losing them on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we won't say it. Uh, yeah, no, I think like it started, we actually wanted to, when we first started creating, uh, we were actually a group called the Fan Faction. Uh, and the, the sole purpose was to review... Game of Thrones and fantasy horror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I like that. And that went down. Yeah, that went down worse than the balloon. Yeah, yeah. earmuffs, right? <laughs> yeah, he's like totally not caught up on that. So, <laughs> so, so uh, do you? You haven't seen every episode? No, I stopped watching like three seasons ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. <laughs> So, so uh, what about horror and film? Like, obviously, you have, like, um, is that considered historical fiction? Not, not even historical fiction. What's, what's that field called? It's not fantasy. I guess it's fantasy. It's probably considered fantasy. For what? For um, slashers? Or? For Game of Thrones. Oh, 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 Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, but, yeah, what's your favorite uh, yeah, for, for film or uh, TV? What's, what's your favorite genre for that? It would really it would be horror if you can get it. Um, like I think the problem with such is that like a genre like that, like horror or science fiction, there is some good stuff out there, but there's not really a mesh of the two. Night Flyers actually as a show I thought was a pretty good uh, horror science fiction show that I was getting really invested in, and then I finished season one find out that they cancelled it <laughs> <laughs> that's always the case it's like Firefly <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. that's not uh, R.A.P. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your process for creating a comic like the entire process you go through I, I write the beginning of and then with that go out and every uh, every scene that you see that's drawn is actually uh, it's photographed like a movie hmm. so like in particular came to uh, our second book within the woods um 
myself and my fiance, most of the first book is was actually uh, photographed out in the woods near my parents' house. That's cool. That's very cool. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I like to think of. Um, I'm not well because I'm still quite fresh to drawing for comic books, so the idea of not having any backup kind of frightened me. So I thought, like, well, if we can shoot it or, or kind of photograph it or film it like a movie and, and pull it back that way and then without needing a budget we can then flesh out the story that much more and I think in particular when it came to rewriting Nightlands like we every single panel in Nightlands we have photographs for. that's very cool yeah that's funny because when Greg first wrote his book he wrote it um, he wrote it written word first then he went into storyboarding before comic book panel so it still ended up going you know movie style before going back to comics it does seem to be a a pattern that's very helpful. Yeah, well, I, it, for me, it, I think it helps me flesh out the story if I if I can get it a bit more tangible, if you will. Like if I can put myself in the scene, and that way, you know, I know everything that's you know meant to be around the character. I know the differences. Now you can see in in you know maybe one or both of the books that the drawing might not necessarily match my my current statement, but the intent was always to grow and get better with it so like in particular now with some of the newer stuff we're, we're writing and penciling right now i think we, we we get better each book you know because our ability to form a scene has become much better as well so is that how you come up with the inspiration for the comics is seeing something in uh real life capturing it and then turning it into a story or do you have another method for actually writing out your stories um for but i think it was for within the woods i i just always wanted to write a a kind of haunted house book um like it's it's a favorite kind of niche in the horror genre for me um love anything to do with like ghosts and, and haunted houses and then nightlands kind of came about because I, I really like the idea that if enough people think of one thing it actually makes it a reality and <laughs> so that, that kind of met, stuck around in my head for a long time that like if so many people have dreams and nightmares then you know is it really a thing and from there uh, we uh, then actually did all the actual research <laughs> into <laughs> philosophies and everything like that um we, we wrote a story and then we drew it and then Ben kind of said, well, do you understand like the actual philosophies and the theories behind this? And we were like, well, no. We just wrote a book that we thought was cool. We <laughs> um, <laughs> wrote it again after after Ben had kind of, you know, said, no, guys, we need to back ourselves up here. Uh, so it was, it was a little bit about, it really depends. Like, uh, the, what am I working on right now? Uh, Lady in the River. Or Lady of the River. Lady of the River. Mm -hmm. um, that, I'm not too sure where the inspiration has come from. Um, but there's just something, again, it, I think it's now this thing of like, it's the fact that it's set in the woods. And we all know if you're, if you're in a, a wooded area, it can be creepy enough so <laughs> something, something bad's happening <laughs> is that where like you got the creepy trees name from because like all your stories just somehow happened in the woods 
Yes, and um, a lot of my actual uh, fine art practice, I always ended up with um, trees in the images. And so I did this kind of, what was it? It was about a 12 foot by 9 foot mural. Damn. Yes. And when I, was in, when I was in college, and it, there was just all these misshapen and like gnarly trees. Almost like creepy uh, trees. <laughs> because I, I, grew, I grew up in such close proximity um, to that kind of area, it, it has kind of always informed uh, pretty much everything I do creatively, I think. Oh, uh, what is something you failed at, and how did you overcome the failure? The first iteration of Nightlands, <laughs> <laughs> I asked for a critique. Is the like I think it's one of the biggest things, um, especially nowadays, because we're in this kind of really mad like it's like every, like we met up on social media. That's where we kind of we kind of each other. But I think part of the problem with all that is, you know, the only response is you get no response. You don't get the like. Uh, and then you're kind of sitting there going, like, why has this only got, like, you know, five likes from people that I know? And so <laughs> he, I printed out a version of the zine, uh, the original kind of version of Nightland, and uh, handed it to people. And then the guys, uh, Ben and Shane, when they came on board, Ben photoshopped it all together as best he could as well and we looked at it and when it, was, when it was kind of there as this tangible thing you could turn the page up everybody went this is terrible <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's really what needed to happen and, and it spurred me on to kind of get better and improve in every way um, you know, cause like a, even from panel to panel in most books I, I fail at least three or four times I think that's been I'm so I'm so slow to produce any like really to produce full books, because um, like I'll I'll usually redo a panel maybe about four or five times. <laughs> yeah, well, I've seen uh, we've seen other uh, artists do the same where you see him draw it up. Uh, I know New Leaf. Uh, he had a video of him drawing the same panel like six seven times. He just kept drawing it like oh no no. <laughs> But no, that, that's, that's very good, though, that you could take the critique and actually turn it into something. So that's, that's a lot of people don't even, don't even want to venture into the area of critique so they never even share their work to begin with. Yeah, like I, th I think that's an awful shame because if, if it's something you really want to do, like you have to put yourself out there and you have to realize the fact that you know, not everybody's going to like it. You know, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> one of those things, and I think it, you're right. Like people are really afraid of that because you know people just want to be present. Really, we all want to be told that we're doing amazing. Um, <laughs> but the, you're being told that all the time you're you're stagnating. Like you're going to stay down here if you're told you're brilliant all the time. You're never going to improve. Um, Why improve so if you're like, brilliant? <laughs> Yeah, that's true, actually. Top, top shelf stuff. Um, <laughs> I kind of... Like that, I, I... We aren't 
really comic book creators. We're guys who, who write. We have, we as I say, we try to do a web show uh, and things like that. And we're really interested in books and TVs and, and movies. And so if we didn't get constant critique, like we wouldn't approve. And we want that. Like we met up, we actually launched our own podcast um, the other week. Uh, and now it, it's, there's not really much to it. It's a, very much a kind of shoot the breeze kind of thing. But <laughs> there was a, that came out of it where we're kind of going, okay, this is where we actually need to improve, you know? Um, Thankfully, but like that that's the three of us. We're in a very good space where we can kind of turn to each other and go, What you've written is possibly the worst thing to make on paper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. A radical candor. That's uh that's the that's the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um so do outside um outside of uh the the failure to be like to launch when it first happened. Uh, how did what what like what helped you actually get it out there to begin with? Like when you were actually trying to, like what, what like the day that you printed it. Like what were you thinking when you were going to hand that out, right? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that right there. What can, can we swear on this podcast? Oh, yeah, 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 you can yeah. do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Just double checking. Like I know somebody said in, in uh, I think it was episode one, but. Uh, <laughs> What was I thinking? I was thinking, well, do you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> really, the only thing I can't say, it was just that you, I think I had to do it. I had to know. And I, I've i never really had a problem with launching myself into that kind of thing. Um, because, like, I've always thought to myself, if I don't, if I stop having to think about something, like, if something becomes too easy, then. I know I'm not doing it right. It's very good. Uh, yeah, very good mentality to have. Yeah, if you're if you're not being tried in some way, you're not growing. If you're not growing, you're dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I don't, I don't see the point then. And again, just stagnating. So like, I'm just, I'm just lucky that people again did give feedback. And like, I I'll, I said it to anybody. Like, you can tell me the worst thing possible about if you yeah and it's fine like I'm not I'm not really going to worry about it too much you know I'm, I'm what I'm going to do is try and improve again I know I'm not going to win everybody uh, in particular I think because comics like as as big as comics are um, in, in particular in Ireland it's still very like it's about like that big in in a space of that big you know, like <laughs> when I like there are people, customers of mine who come into my kind of coffee space and like they ask how are the books going. You know, um, oh, I read it. It's not really my thing, but I can appreciate what you're doing. I'm like, I know I'm never going to win you, but I appreciate the fact that you felt you could say something. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I uh, got the like thirty, thirty-five printed of our first issue, and. Um, we're doing a Kickstarter because uh, we're gonna reprint it and get it relettered. Because uh, one, I just wanted to put it out and see if anyone yeah. would want to read it. And there was like I asked people before I printed them because we go through a drop shipping company, Ready Comics, and 
So there's like 30 people that like wanted it already. I was like, that's pretty awesome. So I'm like, you can read it, burn it. I don't care. Just, just read it. Do something. <laughs> Whatever. And uh, like, just be like, yeah, I got mine. And um, most people are like, oh, the art was awesome, or uh, the writing is awesome. Uh, my girlfriend's dad actually is like a little confused on the story direction because how my writing is for that story is like I don't know if you ever seen like Kill Bill or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to do that with the comic. So I jump to different times in uh, time to show different points of views of characters because at one point. Uh, they all meet up in like this awesome situation so we already like acted out the ending of the first one so. <laughs> but. that's uh, it's actually really funny because i was just talking to shane and ben before we started this and i actually really like that type of storytelling um you know like we're, we're it's the kind of thing we're trying to incorporate in ourselves like i really like when say a film starts either in the middle or quite near the end and then works backwards uh, or has those like, okay, this guy's in the middle of his story, this guy's at the beginning of theirs kind of thing. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it does start in the beginning but um, there's like certain... Two, two completely different stories yeah, going on. There's two yeah. stories going on so yeah. her dad was like a little confused. It was like, oh, you just try to stick with it because the second issue is going to be like longer because I plan, yeah. I actually plan on like releasing bigger issues for this because yeah, yeah. Uh, I realized with him, obviously that like he's a little confused with the story. So I know it, that to add more content in a comic, so he won't get confused. Yeah, but def- definitely releasing that though. We got the feedback that the lettering could use some work because uh, you know somebody somebody. Uh, might might have might have done that terribly. It wasn't <laughs> Just, that bad. <laughs> it was free. That's why. That's why. Uh, that's why we we paid him. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. But because of that, now we know that that's one of the things that it's like. So if the artwork was good and the story for some people might have been confusing, but other people were able to follow along. But the only thing that made it a little confusing was the lettering. Now we know. Okay, like that's something we could fix. And every time we hand out a new type, uh, a new yeah. uh, issue of the comic, we can always be like, "What's the one thing that's you know bad?" And we'll work on that for the next one because you know even if it's just one thing at a time, you, you, we can slowly make the the comic something to be really proud of. Yeah, like I think that's kind of the key to it, you know, because a lot of us, um, I think, in this and. and all the craze that you have like my my good opinion is that everybody's kind of on their first book everybody's figuring it out and i, I think with creepy trees like we always had this thing of like we're, if you just produce a page a month and with each each month you'll improve a little bit more you'll look at what you did previously and not just for continuity sake but you know how do i draw this how do i get better doing that kind of thing um so that's cool like i, I think that's kind of the ethos you need to have though you know it's kind of like no we're going to improve we're focusing on something here that we were told we needed to so we'll fix that and that'll get better we know we have something solid here so let's just up the game with the minutia that makes sense yeah and actually spe- speaking of which so of your comics which which one uh, is your favorite so far 
<laughs> oh, put me on the spot like that. <laughs> well, I'm actually going to say Within the Woods um, for a couple of reasons. Uh, like, it, it's kind of a... It's the book I was meant to write. No, it, it's... Um, it, it, the, the idea behind it is something I've always wanted to do. Um, as I say, like, even the locations are somewhere that I have kind of spent my whole life in. Uh, experiencing uh, and my uh, my fiance is actually the main character <laughs> <laughs> very awesome yeah it, it's kind of it's worked out really well um, now with that being said yes like I'd say the first seven pages of issue one of that book they're terrible if not even most of the pages in terms of the artwork um, there's like I was looking through it recently obviously because uh, I'm very slowly writing and kind of pencing out issue two right now and um, going back and looking at going like geez I think it's like is it page seven or page ten where is a frame right in the middle where's a panel right in the middle of the page and it's like just going that way slightly and the drawing and I'm looking at going like this is fucking shit <laughs> <laughs> but I, I also made a decision I'm not going to change it you know because like if somebody's going to follow, you know, the creep trees or this book in particular, because it's like this book, like I, I know how this book or, or these couple of books are going to end. Um, you're going to see that there's an improvement. That was the whole point of it to begin with. I think, like in particular in book one, there's like when the creature shows up initially, you can I think you can tell I changed my mind about seven different times per <laughs> panel what's happening uh, and what what's meant to be happening with that with that thing um till eventually it becomes what it was and i've just kind of like look i've made that decision there's about i think there's about six copies printed copies of that book floating around so like it's not going to change no <laughs> <laughs> no that's very I'll cool stick with that. yeah I, th- I think i think that's something interesting about indie comics in general is that you can like you get to enjoy them building themselves up as a creator where like you know if you follow Marvel like th- like there's literally I even have it there's like a book of like how to draw the Marvel way and it's like the way that you normally see their comics but, but with yeah but with like indie creators you can like see them transform as they move along yeah yeah and actually speak speaking yeah, of yeah I think this is... oh what <laughs> here you go I was just gonna say like I think we've all, we've all got these like we've all seeing these Marvel comics and these DC comics and I kind of said when like don't get me wrong as much as I like I love Spider-Man like my son is 21 months old he knows who Spider-Man is like yeah like he sees the picture of Spider-Man somewhere out when we're out and like he stops he points he shouts at it like he knows who it is but I always kind of said I never as much as I enjoy that I don't want to ride it I don't want to draw <laughs> yeah uh, because it's, it's just that it's like it, it is that it's like this thing of like if so yeah, I think and I think if people even attempt it you can kind of go well they're just trying to be you know this like Steve Ditko or something it's something like that you know yeah absolutely because the results yeah so and actually speaking of indie comics uh, are there any indie comic uh, or indie comic creators that you follow and have been following their, their work and reading their comics uh, consistently 
think in the last while, actually, I'm, I'm quite bad. <laughs> um, uh, I I pop on to the, the Sierra Nova website quite a bit. Um, there are some guys there who I think, you know, will probably be some of the biggest names in the, in the near future, if not like a bit further down the road. Um, you know, I think, well, I think we all know New Leaf Comics now at this stage. It, it, like, you know, <clears throat> the stuff that Hector's doing, even with the, the videos that are kind of critiquing all the books on the website, I think is pretty cool. Um, and Arsenal. Have you, have you read Arsenal? Oh, Black Fly yeah. Press? Yep. I, yeah, I, I, that I, guy I, is like trying to like, he's, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> he, like, he has a whole Patreon really thing. Good. If I had like money, I could just like waste and yeah. <laughs> I don't have money. He is like. Yeah, he doesn't like give a fuck, honestly. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> On his Twitter, he's like, yeah, fuck Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> He's really trying to like a bazooka like mainstream comics, and you have—I mean, you have to love him, you know. Like it's like that. He really couldn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's very cool. Um, for your comics, uh, if you could give like an elevator pitch for like one of your comics, could you do it? Like, what would it be? And what comic? Like, if you're trying to sell somebody on, like, what's it about, why sh- why should they pick it up, and why is it worth their time to read? Okay, well, um, I'll tell you what, we'll dip it within the woods, because I think we need all, all three of the guys here for Nightland. Uh, so, <coughs> full pitch mode. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> um, so, within the woods is about a woman who goes looking for her fiancé who went missing. And the secret she uncovers about him on a trip into the woods. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> very cool. <laughs> that's, that's very that's very okay. elevator pitch. Yeah. That's like a that's like a one floor elevator pitch. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, uh, well, actually, what? I did try to. I did try to kind of pitch Nightlands to somebody once. And um, they turned around and said that it sounds like a parenting guide. <laughs> like, so if, if you haven't read Nightland on Sierra Nova Comics website, it is about a young girl by the name of Abby who turns into a literal embodiment of nightmares. And uh, this woman in particular responded with, it, like, it sounds like my daughter. So... <laughs> <laughs> Going for, but you know what? I'm glad you listened. <laughs> yeah, instead of like, what is it? Uh, what is it called young adult fiction? Instead, it's just adult fiction. <laughs> this, is, this is adulting right here. <laughs> so, uh, for other creators out there, um, what what is what are the uh, tools that you recommend? Like, what do you personally use? What um, do you like to use if you've used things out of your norm? And what would you most recommend to other creators? Actually, really quickly, I just remembered. Uh, Afterlight Comics are actually. Yep. So, uh, I was really going to mention that. Yeah. So <laughs> stay awake. Uh, yeah. I have Goat Island sitting on the shelf. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nice. But uh, two. Um, I, I I've got a couple. Of, I've got a digital program now. I'm not really good at it. Um, I do have a whack 
A Wacom, is that what you said? Cool. It's, um, I have no idea what version. It's just, it's big. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Wacom, is that what you said? Yeah. Is, is yeah. it, is um, it, is it, um, a board or is it a screen? No, it's a board. Yeah, so it's probably like the Intuos. Yeah, I, I have, I have one of those, uh, the medium one, I think. Yeah, 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 I have the paper edition, Joe, you know, where you can draw on the paper on the side. Oh, very cool, yeah. I don't, cool. yeah, I don't remember the name of that one. Um, but yeah, no, that one's awesome. It is, I just don't, I just don't use it no It's funny, uh, is this book Creativity Inc., which is by uh, Ed Catmull, one of the co-founders of uh, Pixar Animations, and uh, he actually talks about how the initial renditions of almost every Pixar movie, not only are they complete garbage, but they're usually not even close to how the, the end movie is. Like, if you read the original scripts and what they were about, they're not even close to what the movie ends up being about. There was, there was like maybe two movies that they ever made where the original idea and the end idea were similar but still not the same. Well, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. is like People don't realize that, that they think they're supposed to just come up with a magical idea off the spot and that means you're creative. When in reality, like a creative person is someone who just keeps moving forward with an idea until they, they find the, the David in the marble, right? Like they actually have to like you know carve that stuff out. Yeah, like this, I mean, like, Nightlands, like, the first, 
iteration of Nightlands actually happens now nearly 15, uh, about 13 years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's the thing. It, it can take forever. <coughs> yeah, I started writing like... <laughs> I was writing like so, five years ago, and I was like bored one night, and then now I have a comic. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> let that happen and you have to allow it to happen but I think there is that um, that failure to launch of like no no I'm gonna sit on it more think about it you know suffer from my art and then by the time you put pen to paper you can't remember a single thing that you thought of it <laughs> yeah anytime I'm like somewhere like what you were saying about like four sentences I write down like whatever is in my head and I like vomit like on yeah. into my phone just <laughs> 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 yeah yeah, his phone's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's got a light-proof case, right? <laughs> but that's what you should do. I mean, your phone is there now. Like, you, there's so much audio recording equipment already on your phone that, like, just you know, like in the words of Shia LaBeouf, just do it. <laughs> just do it. Yes, you can. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta get in the face. Uh, no, that's funny. My my brother does um, music production down in Nashville, and that's what he like he does. He has that little voice recorder, and if he if he even has a melody in his head while he's walking down the street, he just like hums it out loud, yeah, and I'll, like I'll go cool. I'll go play it on my guitar later. Like, it, like yeah, you gotta just keep keep working at it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for for all of your comics, uh, have you? Uh, personally just funded all of them or have you done crowdfunding for uh, any or all of them? No, I paid for all of them. Very yeah. cool. <laughs> how, does, how, does that, uh, how does that make you feel? <laughs> um, I think it just it, it gives me a sense of ownership that I, I feel I kind of need. Like, I... I, I but like I draw the image, I'm happy with the image, and then as far as I'm concerned, the story owns it. I don't own it. Um, that's a very uh, kind of artsy, artsy way of, of looking at it. But um, I think until, like, say for example, we we have talked about doing something like a Kickstarter or something like that. Um, but like as a as a group, creepy treesing, I don't think we could offer people enough to put on a Kickstarter and go, look, this is, we, we're going to produce this, this, this is XYZ, you know, we feel really happy about it, we hope you like it. Um, because I think, yeah, no, I don't think, I just, um, I just kind of thought when I go about, look, I'll, I'll fund as much as I can and we'll, we'll see what comes out because eventually the hope is I, I won't be able to, do you know what I mean? I won't be able to afford it. So then, once we have enough material, then it's like, look, we have to go down this route and let's produce some extra stuff to actually justify doing it. You know, I think anybody who does it, fair play to you, um, because I think that, to me personally, would probably be worse than like a really bad critique or review. The fear of you know, like, because you're giving all, I, I think you're giving ownership to other people, you know, and. Um, like that 
the, the mob could turn and the, the pitchforks would come out, you know? <laughs> like, I think, you know, because I've backed some Kickstarters before uh, where you're walking away and you're going like, well, I don't see why you didn't achieve that or, you know, I feel for the amount I paid that XYZ, it wasn't good enough. Yeah, you just don't want to yeah. disappoint. I got you. You just don't want to like disappoint uh, potential fans. But uh, maybe maybe after the podcast, we we should uh, toss some ideas your way. Maybe maybe do an extra behind the scenes footage. But uh, definitely, I think that if done correctly, you can definitely make. There's a lot of ways to offer way more than what you have right now to um, to your potential uh, customers and readers and uh fans and uh definitely it's something that they're like because obviously some people have done it exceptionally well where they're like hey can i get a dollar and like eight million dollars later it's like holy <laughs> crap and then there's other people that are like hey can i get five thousand dollars and they get like uh, you know ten dollars and it's from yeah. them so uh you know it's definitely uh it can definitely go both ways but i think that there's definitely some benefit and i don't know if it quite hands over ownership but i definitely get the mentality of like Oh, someone else paid for this, and so it's not quite all mine. But uh, there's definitely some benefits. Oh yeah, I can I could see that, you know. Um, but initially, like, because initially, Crypt uh, Inc. was completely about free media, um, so it was. I I kind of it's just kind of turned into something else now. Like when it first started, it was like look this this free zine kind of thing. Um, and like subsequently, most scene producers in this country have now gone as a result of the printing costs. Um, but it was just I kind of felt that we had I had something, and so we kept going with it. And like, no, let's you know, let's go full comic. Um, <laughs> you know? But yeah, no, it's interesting. I think anybody who does it, I think fair play because um, it's tough to do. You know, because you're watching this scale go up, and you have this time limit, and in your brain, you're probably going like. We're not going to make it, you know. <laughs> We're not going to make it. <laughs> uh, but that, that, that's my kind of thought on that. Like, I couldn't, like, because I'd be, ch- I'd be checking the bar of seeing how much goes up every five minutes, and like, it's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I know myself, I'd be doing that, and I, I, I don't want to put that pressure on myself when I don't produce enough. <laughs> I I used to do that when we did our first two. We did an Indiegogo. We didn't have a following at all, so I'm stupid. And then uh, we did a Kickstarter last year, but it was all over the place. So it was for the Indie Revolution thing, but it was like scattered. But we had it all like planned out, like this goes to this, this goes to this. But people are like, well, what am I actually like putting money towards, like a startup or what? I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, though, that was very good. What? I remember, he, yeah, you did a video that was like, "This is everything that's in the indie, indie revolution." Yeah, he made that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we did a lot video. of takes because I, I, I don't like talking in front of cameras. Yeah, <laughs> or talking in general. Uh, um, I had to beat him with a stick. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> he's like tone. I was like, ah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. Like he'll, he'll have inflections in his voice when he talks, but then you put a camera in front of him, and he's like, "I am a robot. I speak yeah. human too." <laughs> Just kidding, not a robot. 
Or I go to, like, <laughs> interviews, and people are like, is that your real voice? I'm like, I don't, yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna talk like this! No. <laughs> <laughs> cool, uh... So we got some uh, lightning round questions for you. Which is a new thing. I just like decided to. Yeah, just gonna do this. just gonna spit fire questions. Um, uh, all right. So, <laughs> so it's just four questions. Um, you just say the like first thing that comes to your head, and then we'll just go to the next one. All right. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, favorite food. Pasta. Uh huh. Uh, name three hobbies of yours. Guitar. PS4? The PS4? Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely have to talk after the podcast. <laughs> uh, favorite music? Heavy metal. Oh, cool. Okay. And where is some place you'd like to travel to, but you haven't gone yet? Norway. Oh. I've never been anywhere that way, so... Okay. Well, <laughs> What? It's it, it, it purely for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should go to Seattle then. Seattle's got the like the world. What is it? It's like the world coffee tasting event there or something like that. How's oh, it called? World of coffee. No, no, it's like uh, they 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 invite a bunch of other coffee uh, makers, I guess. <laughs> 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 um, that they invite them all to Seattle, Washington, and they have like a uh, event where they they all you can all try each other's coffee and they rate them, uh, and then they say who's the best. <laughs> yeah, like we, we've said, I've done a couple of things like that now. Um, my next kind of thing is I, I want to enter Brist competitions and you know hopefully represent Ireland. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, very cool. So we'll see. That's a, I think that's another year or two away. Hmm. <laughs> Cool. So we got uh, we got two more questions for you before we end this podcast. Um, the first one is, uh, I know a lot of people, uh, like you were saying, like just write down what you're thinking, right? Just get it out there. But uh, yeah. after you've gotten it out there and now you're starting to work on your comic, like how do you actually manage your time to ensure that you do spend enough time to work on these comics? Uh, me personally, uh, I start with an hour a night. Really, um, like as I, like I finish work roughly around six or seven o'clock every evening. So then by the time I come home, uh, you know, obviously, I've I have a son, and so somewhere between ten p.m. and twelve p.m. is usually where I work. But I think just start with an hour, but every night. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's that's definitely a good uh, good habit to build. And the last question, what do you think the indie comic industry needs to break out to uh, get more into a spotlight? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the deep questions. <laughs> um, for people to know it's for everybody. Concise. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's pretty concise. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, do do you mean uh, by that? Do you mean uh, to know that everyone can get involved, or that the in, the comics themselves are for everyone? Oh, Whoop, we lost yeah. lost video. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's back. Um, 
because it is like because you have that attachment of the word comics people will cut themselves off straight away um you know so like well we can't get rid of that term um because it, it, what we're doing it's here we are but there needs to be something that lets everybody know that kind of you might not be into comic books but there's comic books beyond dc and marvel um yeah absolutely go like and it goes even deeper than just reading Dark Horse or Image Comics as well. So like you have to, something like that has to happen. Um, and I think that maybe comes down to the stores themselves as well. If we get them in stores, they maybe do need to represent the indie side a little bit more. Um, not saying that comic book stores don't, but they're, they're a lot of them. They have to make money, so they're not willing to take a risk yeah. on that. And I think for for indie comics on the whole that would really be where it needs to happen or even indie comics creators trying to get into not just comic shops but like bookstores yeah definitely yeah i yeah i I agree it's it's very much going like everyone hears comic books and you're right spider-man that's what comes to mind right like that's the thing it's like ah i'm not about that and it's like no there's like you know, every genre of book there is, there's an equivalent genre of a comic book, and they're totally different, yeah. and they, they can be written in totally different ways, visualized and represented in, you know, a plethora of different ways, and yeah, it's definitely, uh, that's definitely something that would probably help a lot. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, that was... That was actually oh man wow that was probably our shortest podcast we actually got all we got through all the questions that's oh yeah besides our first one that is yeah. a zero one that one doesn't count um, but uh, but no thank you uh, thank you for your time uh, we're definitely gonna keep you on in a second but uh, we're gonna cut the podcast off and uh, you know tell the viewers to go home <laughs> awesome well thank you very much super cool all right so. Uh,